Hi guys, welcome to our podcast, 4 o'clock. We are your co-hosts, Sierra and Carrie. Today we'll be talking about our experiences of being minorities in America so far. So before we get into that, we're also going to talk about some song recommendations, but also before that... We have an announcement. Yes. So, as you guys know, we are college students, as it's literally emphasized in everything. Um, College is about to start, and we don't really have time to be able to juggle um, recording episodes and editing um, and posting episodes while we're um, doing our major. So we decided to create seasons for this podcast. So today's episode is going to be our last episode for season one, Um, but we'll be coming back soon. around uh like winter time like december january february um so you guys will be getting new episodes during that time so yes. please hang tight um and uh we hope that you guys enjoyed season one so far we've had a lot of fun um recording these um episodes and talking about things that just we just want to talk about and we're happy that you guys um really like it so far yes Make sure to listen back to our episodes <laughs> if you're still if you promoting. If you haven't seen, I mean, listen to any of our past ones, you should go ahead and do that. Obviously, you don't have to listen all the way through, maybe little yeah. snippets. But yeah, let's get right on to the song recommendations. So we have, again, a list of songs that we are obsessed with. Yes. And, of course, like Sierra said in our last one, um, when this comes out, it might be... A little dated. Yeah, a little dated, but, you know, music is music. Music is... will never be outdated. No. <laughs> I listen to these songs literally, like, every day for the past, like, year. So, like... What do you mean, like, three years? You listen to the yeah. same songs every day. Yeah. But, Sierra, you can go first. Oh, okay. So... We're back again with uh, TXT, Tomorrow Bites Together. Um, at the time of this recording, um, about like earlier this week, um, their new album came out. It's called The Chaos Chapter, Fight or Escape. Um, it's like a repackaged album of their, their Freeze chapter, but their title track, um, Loser uh, Lover, is literally such like a... Like a angsty like teen like um like band kind of vibe like pair like paramore like Mm. like that kind of vibe like bandy like pure like it's so good um definitely like gen z kind of vibes um and the lyrics really resonate resonate with me, um, and I just like love the song. I, this is a repackaged album. I tend to not listen to repackaged albums because there's only like two new songs in the actual like album because it's just like compilation of their like more popular songs from their old albums. Um, also, going in again with that same kind of like vibe is um, "Baby Come pa- Baby Came Home" two slash valentine's by the neighborhood that entire album is so good um i've been listening to that album literally non-stop the album's called wiped out um it's very similar in that sense of like angsty but kind of like good good sounds i haven't um, heard neighborhood in a while yeah they like, did sweater weather yeah. like yeah so. oh my gosh i haven't 
like when I heard that I was like that sounds familiar yeah they're still making music <laughs> yes but like this album's from 2015 or something oh so I just I just started listening to it again because I was like oh my god like I heard the one like one song recently like when I shuffled my entire library and I was like oh my god like this album like gives me throwbacks mm-hmm. like and it, it's such a good album I re- highly recommend it um but baby Kalen 2 valentine's and also uh prey is also really good as well on that album um this is another old song um old ish song last year 2020 um justin bieber and benny blanco um lonely it's like, on the radio all the it time it is oh <laughs> god it just hits me i'm not, i don't do a lot of a lot of justin bieber songs mm-hmm. um i'm like not not that kind of uh fan you're not a believer i'm not a yeah whatever they're fan believer <laughs> yeah so i i like certain songs of his um a lot of stuff that comes on the radio i guess but this song has been hit me i'd be listening to it at like 3 a.m in the morning the soft spot yeah it hits me right right in the chest and i'm like <laughs> holding back a sob or something while i'm like sitting on my bed acting like i'm singing this song in front of an audience like you know um but the lyrics again like really resonate resonate with me. I'm not an artist, so I can't necessarily relate to him on that level because mm. it's about like him, you know, yeah. growing up in the limelight, you know. But um, just the type of like um, the way that he sings it really hits me. Um, and the most upbeat song <laughs> on this album or on this on my list um, is. Uh, Red Velvet's new song, Queendom. It's so good. It's so good for no reason. Like, it's so good for, like, everything. Like, lately, I've been, like, feeling this kind of, like, like in K-pop, there's this kind of, like, um, dry period right now where, like, a lot yeah. of songs sound the same. And, you know, we have our favorites, so, like, we're waiting for them to make comebacks. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of, like, songs are sound very similar right now. So, like, when Red Velvet came out with Queendom, it's so, like, refreshing. It's so Red Velvet. Like, it's such... And we, like, we missed them for, like, two years, you know? So, it's, like, so good to, like, hear their voices again, a new song. And, like, this song is just so... It makes you just smile. And it just... it's, It's so good. So, that's my list. It's a little small list of four songs, but... That's my list. <laughs> so for my list, oh my goodness. This song, I feel like everyone, if you're like on TikTok or like on Instagram on the reels, mm. you'll hear this song. And it's called Stay by the Kid Leroy featuring Justin Bieber. And oh my gosh, if you guys, oh my gosh, if you guys are on TikTok, you see that guy with the big butt dancing to this. <laughs> And the guy with the drone. Yeah. Like, this song, oh my, it's so catchy. It it's is It's, like, really two good. minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, enough to, like, get you hyped. But it's, like, not enough. Like, it <laughs> yeah, needs listen to be to, like, longer. a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I listened to this at least, like, three times. <laughs> like, like, repeating to get the full effect. But, like, it's so good. Oh, my goodness. So, the next song is Face by Wuzong. This is a song that Sierra recommended me, and this song, when she put it on, I was like, oh my gosh, let me put this in my, like, like songs on Spotify. I was like, dang. Yeah, you did it right there, too. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I, I'm usually not like that, or like, 
I'm like, oh yeah, this song is nice, but I wouldn't like automatically put it in my like liked songs. But this one, I was like, I need to like remember. <laughs> so like I put it in there, and like this has been like on my like playlist for like the most my most like played songs. And like I don't know, just the vibe, like his voice and the music video is really good. I, I don't know I if haven't you seen it. You yet. need to see it. It's really good. I haven't seen it. I've literally been pushing off like doing all music stuff because I'm like I need to sit down and like take it all in Mm -hmm. yeah the next one is not for sale by in hyphen Mm -hmm. this is another k-pop this is a k-pop group the one before he's from a k-pop group but Mm -hmm. it's like a a band but he's he did an individual song the band is called the rose by the way yes good vibes good vibes good vibes yeah it makes me cry every time i listen to their music and the next one is Pied Piper by BTS. This song. Oh, okay. You guys need to look at the fan cams of which which concert. Is it 20, 2017, right? The. Oh my gosh, they look so good. It's 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 a couple of um. There's a couple of concerts from there. Yes, you guys need to look up, like just the concerts of them performing Pied Piper. They look so good. Okay, so 1906-22 is the is yes. the uh, fan cam. So 2019 fan cams. Yes. They look so good. Their body rolls. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness. You guys need to see it. They just look so good. The thumbnails alone. I can't. And then, lastly, Movie Star by C.I.X. This song has been out for so long, but this is still on my playlist. It is so good. It's, like, kind of hypnotizing, kind of. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Once again, mine is filled with K-pop and Korean. But, (laughs) hey, you guys have Stay, the English song. (laughs) But honestly, these are all really good, and yeah, they no are. matter if you understand the language or not, like, it's still music, mm-hmm. and it's really good. So I suggest you guys listen to our song recommendations. <laughs> They're so... Yeah. Uh. Um, so now, to get right into the meat of um, the last discussion that we're going to be talking about. Yes. Kind of sad, but we're honestly... like ending on kind of like a deep note but um this whole goal of like season one was just getting to know us for like um like the type of stuff that we talk about the because we talk about this stuff all the time um and things like that so first what are minorities so according to oxford languages Minorities are a relatively small group of people, especially one commonly discriminated against in the community, society, or nation, differing from others in race, religion, or political persuasion. You sound like a teacher giving a lecture. Oh my I'm like, goodness. this is everybody, this is the definition of minorities. <laughs> no, but yeah. Yeah, but we'll be focusing on race today, and I guess a little bit of political but yeah just just a little dabble we're not trying to get too deep up in here we're just gonna kind of like graze a little bit on like kind of give you guys a background if you guys don't live in america um just like kind of like a semi background of like 
kind of the stuff that we kind of have gone through or we've seen um and like just what we've experienced and like um just kind of how america sees us and just like implications of that so we're not gonna get deep about this because that's just not us mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah this is not a history no podcast. so um yeah so just to give a little i think we talked about it in our body image um episode uh, a little bit but um our i am me i am biracial my mom is black my dad is white and, and I'm Korean. My mom is 100% Korean. My dad is 100% Korean. So <laughs> I'm 100% Korean. But I was born in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So we decided to kind of like um, put these in kind of three different chapters. We kind of um, organize it in a way that's like grand scale um, minorities, um, like small scale, and then like our own experiences. Um, and the reason why we said small scale and grand scale is because we were looking at grand scale as, like, America as a whole, and then, like, small scale, like, the stuff that is, like, seen, like, locally, like, where we live, because I think that the way that we experience racism definitely depends on where we, where we live in America, definitely. um, than necessarily, like, America in general, because we could definitely generalize it, um, as, like, a lot of times that's what we that's what you learn about in school and stuff Mm -hmm. is like the general consensus of like um what's it like for minorities and statistics and stuff like that but unless if like you live in in an area where there is a lot more racism or like inclusivity of a lot of minorities living in that area then your experience is definitely different and our experiences reflect where we live Mm -hmm. um So, for our, like, kind of grand scale, we kind of, like, thought of, like, history components, um, especially, like, immigration. America is a land of, like, immigrants, basically. Nobody here, except for Native Americans, indigenous people, um, this is their land. Like, this, this is their land that they were born with generations, and, like, America is, belongs to indigenous people, but, um, because of colonization, um, you know, Europeans came over, and they colonized uh, America, and they also brought over uh, slaves um, from the transatlantic slave trade um, from mostly like West Africa and other areas in Africa. Um, and then, as like things were more developing and like things like that, um, you know, people from other continents and countries and stuff came over to america and then yeah refugees people um trying to like yeah leave their Mm -hmm. um their home countries stuff like that and it just kind of like evolved into this um again this i'm talking very generally Mm -hmm. um like evolved into like this country where there's um a lot of unity but also a lot of division yes um because of historical components like slavery like um colonization like immigration A lot of ideas from different cultures and stuff kind of like coming together mm-hmm. and creating something new but also retaining some of that old ideas as well unfortunately yes. um i also think that um like i said before our country is very unified a lot of we see ourselves as american we're us together but with this like kind of you know um collision of different ideas and ideals the political ideas and religion and things like that it can cause a lot of um 
division between, um, you know, minorities and um, white people that were here, and also uh, maybe some division between minorities also. Mm-hmm. But um, me and Carrie are just going to be talking about kind of our experiences for uh, for her, Asian, me, um, African-American, and uh, biracial. Um, but Carrie, <laughs> uh, is it this psycholo- psychology course that like... Yes. So I'm in like this multicultural psychology course and it actually like I took a sociology class before this and like sociology was kind of like a brief like like putting my foot into the water of mm-hmm. like you know like discrimination and stuff like that and I was like and I I already knew a, a little bit of like you know what's going on in the world because I am a minority mm-hmm. but like like this psychology course really like went in depth of like you know everything and it was talking about like different cultures like america has so many different cultures Mm -hmm. there's not one culture like it's not just one culture there's so many languages there's so many things that like like sierra said that divide us but we're like unified that's what makes us us Mm -hmm. like america (laughs) and like it's just it's good but also it can divide us which is the main problem in america if you don't speak english you're automatically considered lower Mm -hmm. and not taken seriously even though we don't even have a national language which makes me really mad because they automatically think that since majority of the people in america speak english honestly spanish can be the national language or something it could be literally anything but it depends on like state like, mm-hmm. cause there are some states that are mostly like Asians, yeah, or most like another ones like all white people or Hispanic. Yeah, because that that can really tell you like, um, like in high school mm-hmm. or in middle school, you know, you learn foreign languages. Yeah, that like in where we live, mostly Spanish and like like French, but mostly Spanish is the you know the yeah. second language that you learn. But if like you live in California or something like that it's going to be some type of, like, Asian language. Yeah. Because there's a lot of Asians that live in California. Yeah. So it's definitely, like, this, like, yeah. thing of, like, yeah, English is taught everywhere, but it's not even our national language. Yeah. That's what really makes it hard for, mm-hmm. like, minorities. Because language is, like, a part of our identity yeah. and culture. Like, mm-hmm. if you're born with it as your first, like, language, like, I mean, yeah, like, a different language, mm-hmm. then it's, like, really hard to, like, learn English if you're not, like, trained at a young age. Right. Like, adults that immigrate here or, like, just anyone that comes here and tries to learn English, it's, like, hard. Because English is, like, kind of hard, honestly. It is one of the... It's one of the hardest languages because it breaks its own rules. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, like, other stuff with, like, cultures. Like I said, a lot of people don't appreciate other people's cultures and their Mm -hmm. beliefs, which... In America, you should. Everyone's different. Honestly, we're all different anyways. But Or they obsess about another culture. Yes. Which is problematic. Yeah, which is very problematic. Um, yeah. So. But yeah. Yeah, just overall, that course really, like, opened my eyes. And there's this, like, textbook that came with it that I had to read. I was forced to read it, but honestly, <laughs> like, if you want to read it, it's... It's called, like, Multicultural Psychology. It's, like, the fifth edition. It's, like, 
2021. Yeah, 2021. I forgot. It's like something with diverse communities or something. It's like a really good textbook. It really goes deep into like, you know, LGBTQ community, like mm. um, Hispanics, like every race, like immigrants. Like they talk about a little bit of slavery in mm-hmm. there and like oppression, stuff like that, and stereotypes. It's like really good. It really like helped, it yeah. like it really like if you don't know anything about what's going on with minorities and like people who aren't white yeah or like what's going on like being oppressed and like mm-hmm. discriminated against that textbook yeah. when i was reading it i was kind of like dang like, dang like <laughs> you guys really summed it up in like this textbook yeah. but yeah they talked about how you can like improve your like perception of like and like improve your uh, what is it called cultural perspective or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. there's another word that i forgot but like making sure that if you want to learn it's really good to learn yeah it's not bad to learn about other cultures which yeah, yeah. it makes you more rounded because yes. honestly like um if it wasn't for because in in high school because again I'm, I'm in well i'm even though I'm in art school, we learned a lot of stuff about, um, cause we're like required to like take classes, like especially like humanities classes mm-hmm. where that's where you learn a lot of stuff about, um, like minorities and, um, and gender and, um, sex and like things like that. So like you, you kind of like learn, get a broader perspective of kind of the world in a, in very different kinds of lenses. But in high school, there's certain high schools where like, they offer courses where you can learn more about other countries, other things that are happening in our own society and things like that. So I feel like that if someone were to like actually genuinely want to learn more about other cultures, learn about um, what's it like for other people that live in the same country as you or come from a different country, but live here also, like you you need to also learn that background. So I feel like that um, if you genuinely like wanna know, I recommend don't use Google yeah. or things like that. Definitely use like a textbook, like mm-hmm. a college level textbook or um, a scholarly article or things like that. If you genuinely want to learn about um, grand scale, you know, minorities and grand scale oppression for um, different countries as well, because racism in other countries is, is different from other countries. Like mm-hmm. our racism in America is different from in England or um, other countries in like Asia or Europe and things like that because different people live there so yes. um yeah and it's always good to even ask a person with a different For culture sure. from yeah. you and ask them of their worldview like yeah. you know like how what they go through because you might not know because there are a lot of personal things that you might not know about someone with a different different culture than you yeah you know there's like you know the th- a lot of news about how like a lot of African Americans are scared of getting pulled over. Yes. Many don't know the fear. The fear of it, yeah. That they go through when yeah. they're when they see a police car behind them. Yeah. Like they're wondering if they're gonna get home. Yeah. Or be in a jail cell. Yeah. Or even you know other really. Yeah. Dangerous situations. And and it is scary because you know sometimes you know you think you're you know you're driving you're, you're just driving right, and um. You know, you know you're following all the rules, mm-hmm. and you know you're driving, and suddenly a car. You're, you know, things can happen in a split second. Mm-hmm. You know, one second you're you're pulled you're pulled over, and you're talking nicely, you're, like you're talking between you and the cop. 
but then all of a sudden you're like your face is in the ground Mm -hmm. things can happen in a flash and and that's what the fear is is that like time and time again ever since like literally slavery like since segregation since the civil rights movement since even the 80s and 90s and even now with george floyd like you like you're like you're we're, we're genuinely scared of people who are supposed to be enforcing the law but the law and the the system is already targeted towards us keeping people in jail mm-hmm. and people going to jail because of like something like that and making things up and and you know when you when i watched a trial of george floyd and like the defense was trying to say that he died because of something with fentanyl and and things like that because of drugs and it's like no you literally put your knee on his neck you killed him but they were trying to they always tried to make seem like that the victim was the one that made the some type of reason for the cop to do something exactly when it could have been the cop cops cops are not invisible like they're invisible in the law because apparently they can get away with murder but they're people just like just like us. There's people, they have this views, different mm-hmm. views, opposing views, racist views. Bias. Bias, exactly. Yes. And that's, a, that's also a big thing, too, um, with uh, racism is, like, so many biases. Yes. And that's the thing with growing up in an area where you are not, you know, you, you, this, you know, goes straight into the small scale of, like, we could, you could live in an area where there's mostly... Um, you know, if you're white and you mostly live in, in a, in a white neighborhood or a white area and you only see white people and you live by only white people values, which could be racist, could be not, just depends. Um, and your perspective of life is totally different and you kind of like have a bias against people that look different or act different or are different from you. Mm -hmm. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. I know like bias can go a lot of ways i know like a lot of people that like i used to know they they were biased against a certain minority group because they were they encountered like bad experience like really bad experiences with them so they were biased because they were like oh like this happened and like i'm kind of scared of this minority group and like yes i get it but like it's one of those things where it's not all minority groups are like that and it's one of those things where it is hard Mm-hmm. If you went into, like, a traumatic experience with someone mm-hmm. and they were this specific race, it is going to be hard to, like, keep your mind open about other people the right. same race, which mm-hmm. I understand, but, like, you shouldn't generalize all of them being like that. Yeah. And I know it's hard because it's, honestly, we're we're all born with... Bias. Yes, bias. We're all born with thinking that this one thing correlates with this This stereotype right and it's really hard like bias is just not good no like it's really not yeah and like some people are just like they just like it's it's something that we just do subconsciously we're all biased against something Mm -hmm. and we and it's not even like a grudge or anything it's just something that we do subconsciously Mm -hmm. of like ooh, like mm, like Mm -hmm. oh i should you know, kind of stay away from this person or mm. whatever, like, um, people just have biases, but to kind of, like, you know, get over your biases and, you know, grow, basically, you just have to educate yourself and yes. surround yourself with people that don't share the same values, because if you're uncomfortable, that's a good thing, 
If you're uncomfortable, that means you're changing. And you're discovering. And you're Exactly. If you're comfortable, then it's like you're stuck in your ways. But if you're uncomfortable in a, in a specific like instance, especially around race and things like that, then that's you want to be uncomfortable because you're changing, like what you said. So this also leads, we talk about bias, but now microaggressions. Okay, so we're going to be talking about microaggressions after we talk about biases. Um, so microaggression is a statement, action, or incident regarding indirect or subtle or unintentional discrimination against members of a marginalized group. Um, yeah, I feel like that, yeah, for sure, it can be seen as something that's subconscious. And you're not doing it intentionally, but some people do it intentionally, though. Yeah. But... Um, it's funny because me and my mom and my sister were talking about it like literally yesterday or the day before that like a lot of you know white people are like oh like i i don't say racist things i'm not racist oh yeah i'm not i'm i i'm not racist at all but then you know yeah you could not be racist you're not purposely trying to treat treat another race or minority group different but it's what you subtly do and act and say because you know it could just be one look one weary look at like if you're in the supermarket or something and like you see like a black guy and you're a white person and you're like side-eyeing him or something then that's a microaggression because you're like why are you only keeping an eye on me and nobody else Mm -hmm. a microaggression could be saying something like why do they act like that Mm-hmm. How could they act like that? Oh, if they just if they just cooperate, mm-hmm. then um, then they shouldn't get hurt. That means they're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, d- do they have drugs? Let's mm-hmm. ask if they have drugs. Mm-hmm. Like subtle subtle things like that. It could be comments. It could not be necessarily targeted towards that specific person or group, but it, it is in the same instance of like. Again, you're saying certain things that imply that you have some kind of bias or some kind of negativity and different view of that person, which is lower mm-hmm. based on like what you're saying or the way that you're looking at or thinking about and things like that. So, And microaggressions are considered, I would consider, a form of racism, mm-hmm. even though it's not intentional, kind of like biases, Yeah, you know, because it's there. Oh, why can't, why can't, like, why does she sound like that? Mm -hmm. Why, like, like, excuse me, excuse me, don't, don't, just stop. Also, it's like, like, where are you from? Yeah. Yeah. What are you? Yeah. So, so that, are you, that is, yeah, yeah. it's like, are you, are you Chinese? Like, what? Yeah. Like, why are you, is the only place you know China that you, (laughs) like, Asians are not all from China, yeah, sir. Like, exactly. Sorry that China. I know that China has the largest population right. or whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't think every Asian you see is Chinese. No. Dude. Oh my god. Yeah. So I think that leads into yes stereotypes, mm-hmm. and the definition is a widely held but fixed and oversimplified image or idea of a particular type of person or thing. So we have, like. There are so many stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Honestly, negative and positive, but positive stereotypes still still negative. is negative yeah. because a lot of positive stereotypes can be used against the minority mm-hmm. group. 
to in a box. Yes, which is really terrible. I guess we can go right into like I guess the some of the stereotypes that we personally encountered or like mm-hmm. what our race has yeah heard of. So for me, mm-hmm. since I am an Asian, <laughs> I've heard a lot of like, oh, all Asians are from China. Going back to what are you, you know, Mm -hmm. like they would be like, oh, let me guess. China? Chinese? And I'm like, no. (laughs) Uh, Japanese? No. Mm. Oh, Korean. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I knew it. Oh, the, like, I knew it for. Oh my up. god, no. Oh my gosh, no. like no you didn't. You literally guessed no. like five different countries before yeah. you got to mine. I hate when people do that. I know it's like you want to like be like, "Oh my god, like let me guess." Like, like but it's not. Uh, it's not. It's not. No. Just ask no. me. Oh, I don't even want to. I don't even want to <laughs> say it, honestly. Like just don't ask me. Like, just assume that, yes, I am Asian, I'm different from you. You don't need to know exactly where I'm from. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, you can ask politely, mm-hmm. the politest way possible, if you can find out what that is. But, yes. A lot of Asians are stereotypically bad at driving. I feel like I'm a good driver, honestly. You are a good driver. Yeah. Except for when you're listening to Why Not by Luna. Honestly, it's not even, like, <laughs> bad driving. It's just I go fast. But, and Asians speak with an accent, and yes, I understand where this is coming from, because a lot of, like, immigrants, Mm -hmm. or, like, people that have, that speak English as their second language do have accents, but not all Asians have accents. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, it correlates with the accent. Um, It seems like people think that we either speak English or don't speak English. There's no in between. Mm-hmm. They don't think that we're still learning. They just think that, oh, you just can't speak English. You know, a little stutter is going to be like, oh, you can't speak English. Mm-hmm. I don't understand you. I don't know what you're saying. And the most popular one, popular, <laughs> popular as in it's like a good thing. <laughs> well, if you really think about it, yes, being like stereotypically. Uh, labeled as being smart is mm-hmm. a positive thing but like i said earlier it can be used to it's put in a box yeah and we are i guess more fetishized than sexualized mm-hmm. but that is a problem yes like yeah and we're considered model minorities this go this relates with smart we're put into a box we'll go i'll go more into details about this when i talk about experiences mm-hmm. my experiences but yeah model minorities this is just like putting us higher than other minority groups but mm-hmm. still putting us in a minor like lower than you know the yeah. higher and it wasn't even something that um asians call like t- call themselves it was just white people kind of labeling it as a way to be like these are you need to act like this to yeah. like other minorities and like divide other right. divide us Dividing. from other minority groups mm-hmm. which is really oh i hate that and this one is kind of a, a funny one you know everyone <laughs> jokes about this honestly i don't even i don't know if it's sure or false honestly like <laughs> it's been joked about so many times but like asians have small penises like, the guys have small penises. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to have sex with a, an Asian guy because, you know, his 
penis is not like big enough or whatever i have no idea if it's like <laughs> science related or whatever <laughs> i don't really i don't know where this is from but i'm not a male so i can't really give you guys any information but another one asians all play piano or an instrument coincides with Mm -hmm. smart but Mm -hmm. it's just not not everyone plays an instrument honestly guys i'm being real with you i did play piano (laughs) i did i did play clarinet and violin but am i good at them am i still playing them today no but yeah those were mine and obviously there are more out there these are just like i guess the main ones that i've heard but those are mine yeah so for uh black american um stereotypes there's a couple a lot of these are like negative though because they've just always been negative stereotypes so for african-american males um they're seen as violent and brutish um they're seen as like you know gang bangers and like you know they're always like trying to like be aggressive and like um you know violent and they're always like you know doing this and that but again it's just a stereotype not everybody acts like this and there's plenty of other minorities and white males that act violent Mm -hmm. as well so seeing this stereotype really like is like really upsetting that like that's why some people are even like don't even want to like you know interact with mm-hmm. black men because they assume that they're just gonna like be like rude or like violent and stuff um so for females um is like also kind of not necessarily violent but brutish um lazy and dominant um they say a oh, strong black woman strong black female like um, when black women are like seen as like um, very dominant, overbearing, sassy, like um, very headstrong, and like yeah, that can that can be a good thing, but they're only seen as aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, that all African Americans are drug addicts or have drugs or have drug issues, drug dealers have guns. Like assuming that every every black person is from like you know the streets and have to grow up in that life um that uh, you know black people are quote-unquote ghetto like um when ghetto is just an area it's not even a person or an adjective to describe a person if you look Um, through the history like it's literally a place exactly so um that like the way that basically the way that black people um talk is like seen as negative um and um growing up to have like no father just assuming that every black person doesn't have a father or they live in a single family home um is also a negative stereotype as well um this one's a funny one i guess that all black people can dance or rap or sing um yeah that's just like a thing there's i know plenty of my black friends that can't dance so or can't can't rap like you know like just assuming, assuming that I mean, we we watched a, a film the other day called uh, "Sorry to Bother You," where like um, the main character, you know, he's black and he went to like this all like white party, um, and like they were like, "Oh, rap! Can you rap us something? Make us make a rap?" And he's like, "I'm not a rapper." 
Like, mm-hmm. I can't rap. And they're like, just do it. Just do, do it. it. But you're black. Exactly. Come but you're black, though. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, and excuse I- me. <laughs> so, yeah. So then he was like, uh, okay. He started rapping or whatever. But, like, it's just, it's just like, a weird, like, assuming that all these like all black people can dance or rap or sing another thing is that black women are heavily sexualized they're assuming that their bodies we talk about his body image but their body is like voluptuous because oh they're they're like they're the things that they wear are like so revealing so this whatever but like you're they're just let let her wear whatever she wants they're just assumed to be sexualized and having a perverted body but it's just it's just not um so that's kind of like a little bit of stereotypes that we touched on. Um, not all of them, um, and n- not everybody fits a stereotype. And stereotypes are just this annoying social th- created by you know white people to basically pin people against each other and have this like once again bias shown all over media exactly so many shows so many Mm. movies with like you know the classic asian person classic black person Mm -hmm. you know in the scary movies i know like everyone's like oh the black guy always dies which they do let's be honest black person always dies first in every horror film it is so sad it is so sad but hey it's better than just like running and then tripping and and that's true dying in like the stupidest way possible it's just (laughs) <laughs> it's shown all over media is, so like yeah. we can't really escape from it because you know i know there's a lot of like shows and like movies that are like kind of like getting out of that like i know uh, like a, an example is like sweet sweet life of zach and cody you know how london mm. and i forgot ashley tisdale's character's name oh my god oh my gosh I totally forgot but london london mm-hmm. and the blonde girl mm-hmm. you know how like in the show the blonde girl's really smart and london is dumb yeah you know asians are supposed to be smart and you know blondes and like white not white people like specifically but blondes or like this, the dumb the dumb yeah white the blonde. dumb blondes yeah. and like they like switch the roles because mm-hmm. i saw this thing and it was it was apparently supposed to be um like Asians, London was supposed to be smart and like the girl was supposed to be dumb, but they switched it. Right. And, like after like you know going through like the show and like reviewing it, and I was like and, like taking back the stereotype. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I know a lot of shows and like movies are doing that nowadays, and you mm-hmm. know breaking the stereotypes. I guess. Yeah. Because anyone can be anything. Anything. You know, yeah. I can fit with some some of like someone else's stereotypes. Yeah. And yeah so i guess now we're to our last chapter of our experiences with discrimination um do you want to go first yes so so, we're gonna like kind of jump back and forth because there are some things that i've experienced that sierra has also kind of experienced it might not be the same but kind of like related but first off we touched this before but guessing what i am they're always like, Carrie, you're Asian, but what are you? And I'm like, Asian. <laughs> but like, I don't know what it is about people wanting to guess my race. Like, yeah. what, where I'm, where my parent, like, what my parents are. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know, like, it's a part of my identity, but like, it's not. It's not. I'm gonna say like, it rudely. 
Yeah, like, you're not gonna, like, go up to somebody for the first time and be like, hi, I'm Carrie and I'm Korean. Like, you're not gonna, like, walk up to somebody and be, like, putting all your information out on blast. Like, you're, like, just assuming that, like, okay, like, this is a person that I'm talking to instead of looking at their race first. Yeah. Which people do tend to do that. You see a person, you're like, oh, they're, they're black or they're Hispanic or they're, they're Asian, like, and then they look at you as if, like, you're a person after that, and it's, like... Yeah. They, like, base off how my personality would be Based by, on yeah. your race. Based yeah. on my race. Yeah. yeah, that's a safe thing for me, too. Because of the fact that, um, again, I am biracial, and I can, I guess, as I've told, pass for different, um, different races, unfortunately. Especially depending on what my hair looks like the day, um, that day. Uh, would really like tell but um yeah people just go what are you and I'm like how do you want me to answer that question mm-hmm. like what do you mean what are you and like and like all kinds of people ask ask me this like all kinds of races ask me this um question and I'm like uh I'm black or uh, like I'm black and white and they're like oh I thought you were um hispanic or i thought that you were filipino like I'm I'm shocked or like oh I thought you were half asian like I've like I was like I was like, why are you assuming this? Also, like, why are they shocked? Yeah, I know. Or like, why are they, like, saying, like, oh, like, bummer, like, right, you know? too bad you weren't this, yeah. man. <laughs> too bad you weren't this. And it's like, so, like, sometimes, just one time. Okay, this is this is kind of funny, though. Um, there was, yeah, I was, like, I was, like, in class, and then this guy was, like, Sierra, what are you? I'm, like, guess. He said everything everything but what I actually am and mm-hmm. it was like okay it, it doesn't seem funny but to me it was I was like okay guess because I'm like all right let's make a game out of this because I'm sick of everybody asking like because that day like happened to be like two other people asked me the same exact question mm-hmm. and it was like in the middle of the school year yeah exactly oh my goodness mm-hmm. do and we need to like label ourselves like I'm right. like a name tag with right. like our race Right, race, age, like where I'm the flag from. of where we're from. Right, like exactly. What we are, like, like, what do I, what do I need? A freaking what American flag and a German flag? Like, do you really need yeah. that? Like, it's like so. It's like so annoying. Yeah. And next one for me is, I honestly, I'm so used to like these like things happening, like racist things. Sometimes I don't even know if it's like actually racist or it's just like just mean things yeah so like this next one a teacher like called me out during class and called me dumb and was like like because you know i'm asian you know i'm supposed to be smart like you know supposed yeah quote unquote and like he pulled up my test scores and was like talking about how like you know i didn't get a good score and at the time like um it was like color coded so like if you got like an A it would be green. Mm-hmm. If you got like a like a D it would be like red. If you got like a C it's like yellow. And like I didn't get a good grade on it. And he was like comparing mine with like other people's and I was the only Asian in that classroom. So, you know, everyone probably expected me to do well, but obviously I didn't. And he was like talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like I know I'm Asian and I should be smart, but like there are some areas that I don't excel at, you know? Yeah. So like I was really confused about why he would do that. And I was like, is it just like racism or is it just like 
he doesn't like me as a person right you know you don't know if it's personal or yeah. it's because of his biases and yeah. just thinking like oh i was the only asian person there i was like maybe it's like racism i don't even know honestly but and the next one anything anytime i go to the hospital i get bad service i know like the american health system is poor yeah yes it's advanced but it's poor people don't people judge yep a lot of people judge i know i have an experience of when i went to the hospital because i had these rashes on um my legs and my arms because i had like an allergic reaction but i didn't know what it was and when i went to like this like like an urgent care like not the emergency room and not like my personal physician and i went there because you know i wanted to know what was going on because at the time i got my wisdom teeth removed so i didn't know if it was like an antibiotic allergy or anything so i went and they i didn't tell them why i was there but they automatically assumed that i had like a uti or something for some reason and they were like they also thought that i like was dirty like i know they didn't they didn't say it audit like right to my face but like just the questions that they asked me and the attitude that she was giving me she was just like oh like did you shower and like she was kind of like looking me up and down and kind of looking at my mom and at the time my mom she like came from work so she had her work clothes on and obviously she works like a hands-on job Mm -hmm. so like she doesn't really wear like the best clothes because you know it might get dirty so she was looking at her and looking at me and I felt like she was assuming that I didn't take care of myself so Mm -hmm. that's why I got these rashes yeah you know like because I was dirty you know and I was kind of like what like, I'm giving you all these reasons of why I could have got this allergic reaction. And you're telling, like, you're kind of turning it to, oh, it's because you were dirty. You know, and, like, UTI, something, like, you know, dirty, like, infected. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. It might be because of the medicine I might be taking, like, you know? And, like, there was a lot of other times where they would judge me and I was like, this is so disrespectful. Yeah. Like, I'm here to treat you. I'm, I tr- put my trust in you to give me a diagnosis and to help me. And you're over here putting me down. I know you're not doing it directly. You're doing it indirectly. You're doing it so that, you know, it, it makes me question if you're doing that or not. So it's so, uh, it's so bad. And there's, like, other self-classmates, like, you know, making their eyes smaller, you know, pulling the ends of their eyes back, you know, making them squinty. There was one time where this white guy, he did it, and I was like, and I pulled my eyes up, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm white, look at my eyes. (laughs) Like, I was like, how do you feel if I did that, you know? I'm sorry that I have, you know, smaller eyes than you, like. (laughs) You actually did Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm white, I can see so clearly. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I... I just don't understand why, like, kids are racist. Because yeah. <laughs> that was in, like, like middle school. Yeah. Ignorance, dude. Yeah. And their parents not teaching them how to treat yeah. people. And 
This is the thing that makes my blood boil. There is so many experiences with like my parents because they can't really speak English well. And everywhere they go, I'm always scared that they would get taken advantage of, you know, like financially or just yeah. like in general because I'm because yes they speak enough to understand and say stuff but there are a lot of ignorant people out there that think oh you stutter once you can't speak it at all you you have an accent I can't understand you at all even though they have a slight accent you can still understand them maybe it's because I'm used to it Mm -hmm. but like you can understand them there are a lot of people on phone calls Um, that my mom would make and they would hang up the phone you know like help representatives they would just hang up the phone because they would be like oh like she doesn't speak english i don't want to put up with this and there's other times where i went to like you know get my get my phone at like um like at&t or something Mm -hmm. and like these people knew that my mom couldn't speak english well and i was there and they were trying to take advantage of her like making her pay more than she has to and I was Mm -hmm. over there like no we're not doing this we're doing this I know what you're doing and like it's just so frustrating because even if I'm there being able to speak English yes I'm younger Mm -hmm. like it's just so like disgusting to see like adults acting like acting like that Mm -hmm. like I know what they're doing but they're acting like I won't notice because I'm younger Mm -hmm. and I don't have experience or something like that and I'm like excuse me just because she's Asian just because like she can't speak English well doesn't mean she doesn't have any experience she doesn't know what she's doing she knows what she's doing you're just trying to like push her into one direction of course she's gonna go there because she can't really you know yeah speak English well she's gonna hear all the options that you have but like it's just like why are you doing that like, there's no point. And, like, I always want to go places with my parents so that I can, like, stand up Make for sure, them. Make sure, yeah. Because, like, yes, they can stand up for themselves, but, like, to what extent, you right, know? Yeah. There are a lot of people, like, you know, like, um, it's been a while since, but, you know, like, the Asian American, like, hate crimes. Yeah. During that period, I was so scared because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to school. I wasn't scared for myself. I was scared for my parents because mm-hmm. they are, they live, they, like, work at, like, this, like, um, this area. It's, it's usually, it's, like, it's not as dangerous as, like, other places, but, like, it's, it's a little, a little sketchy. Not because of the people there, but it's just, mm-hmm. like, a the sketchy area. Because there's yeah. a lot of, like, police. There's mm-hmm. always a lot of, like, not crimes, but, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, it's, like, kind of, it's kind a of A lot bad. of things happening. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I was always, like, oh, my gosh, like, I hope nothing happens. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, people can be evil. Yes. You know, they can do anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I hope nothing happens. Like, you know, these hate crimes, you know, they were kind of towards, like, older people. So, I was, like... Oh, heck no. Yeah. Like, if something happens, I'm literally gonna, like, do something. Yeah. Which, thankfully, nothing happened. Nothing will happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna stick with my parents. But it's just really frustrating Yeah. that, like, just everywhere, like, if you don't speak English, mm-hmm. like, you're gonna get put down or taken advantage of. Yeah. And just... It's just really upsetting. Yeah. Ugh. And it's and it's sad that we we're going through this and we're only nineteen years old. Yeah. Like the fact that we've already been through this from barely even living 
is like an issue yeah that like we're exposed to this such a young such a young age that we already know our place in the world like i feel that like we once i hit like freaking like middle school is when i had like this like reflection of like whoa i am this i am this in school i am this at the store i'm this mm-hmm. in america this in our state like being treated differently because i looked the same like i didn't even know that i was even different from other people in yeah. my class until basically like men like it's mm-hmm. just it's just like crazy um so i'm gonna talk about my my stuff now um basically um like what, what what with Carrie like I just talked about before was like what are you kind of thing, like oh my god, don't just 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 don't ask me anything. Yeah. Just leave you alone. Just assume what you want. Just assume assume whatever you want. Keep it to me. yourself. Just keep it to yourself. And if I happen to talk about my family or something, then then you'll know your answer. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not, then I'm not. The next one is touching my hair. Um, me and Carrie briefly talked about this off recording, but, um, yeah, people would just come up to me and they'd be like, just touching my hair. And they're like, oh, you have such soft, pretty hair. And it's like, I have wavy, I don't have tight curls, I have very soft, wavy hair. Um, so they're like, wow, like, you're half black, your hair is so pretty, oh my god. And, like, not just white people, but black people do it to me also. They walk up to me and they just, like, touch your hair. And I'm like, y'all know how it feels when somebody comes up and touch your hair. Why are you touching my hair? Like, you know. Unless if you're my friend, just don't touch my head. Like, and it happened a lot with my mom, um, where she would, like, go somewhere and they're like, oh, my God, that's your hair? And my mom's like, yeah. Or, like, um, you know, like, yeah, it could be anywhere. And they would just, like randomly touch your hair like wow you have such pretty hair and like run their fingers through your hair like no yeah like just stop it please your hands are greasy literally i don't know where your fingers have been um the second thing is staring at me and my family um and the types of stares are different so if i am just with my dad the stares are like that's your dad like who's that man that's staying next to you Mm -hmm. or like what is your relationship with this guy um second thing is if i'm with my mom and my dad like if we're out going out to eat and especially if we go out to eat and then there's like a like a a white host and they're always just staring at us like oh and they like look at each of us yeah so this one time we went to this restaurant and we were walking in and we haven't even gotten to the host uh, table yet but wa- but this guy walks out and he's like probably like drunk like half drunk maybe like it's after happy oh hour and then his wife came out and he was white and he looked at my dad and he looked at like us and he was like yeah man and then walked walked what away what the heck yeah he was what like, the he's heck like, that's right man and then he looked at my sister she has like tight like tighter curls and she looks genuinely like mixed and then she was like he was like oh I like your hair and then just kept walking. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he, like, looked at my dad, and he was, like, nice. And my dad was, like, huh? Like, he did, like, how are you supposed to react to someone what that's, the like... Heck? He, like, looked at all, all, all of us, and he's, like, nice. And then, like, walked away. And then was, like, I like your hair to my sister. Yeah. It's ridiculous. 
<laughs> like, it's, like, I just thought of, like, remember that now, because it was so hard coming with this list, because, like, I, we, we overlook it, like, we're yeah. so used to it that we're overlooking, so, like, thinking back of, like, all these times, like, really, like, weird, um, and then with my mom, it's, like, different, too, because, you know, I'm clear, I look smack like my mom, like, I'm her daughter, like, you can tell, mm-hmm. and, like, just the way that people look at us in a store, anywhere, especially if there's generally a lot of white people, like, they, when a black person walks into a room and is mostly white people, all you do is get stared at, and then they're just watching you, as if you don't belong in that place. And or it's like, it's like they've never seen you before. Yeah. Or seen that race before. Exactly. Like, you never seen a black person before, get out. Um, and, uh, another thing is, going to a place with another black friend and the security guard was following us throughout the store so we went to specifically i'll call out the store zara um you know zara has like a security guard in in, in like when you walk straight into yeah. the to the uh the store and there's the security guard that um as soon as my me and my friend walked in we were like looking at like the the t-shirts right like right in the front he was just like hi and i was like hi like are how are you and they're like are you good like whatever and then they just, like, stared at us. And then he was legit following us throughout the entire store. Like, anywhere head, we go. Hmm? I'm shaking my head, by oh. the way. Like. Um, yeah, just following us in the entire store. In the women's section. And this is a dude that's following women, this like, us in, in the section. Like, we're allowed to be here. This mm-hmm. is a store. Like, we're allowed to be in this store. You know? And also people assuming that my dad is my dad. I talked about that briefly before. Um, people assuming that my dad is not my dad. Um, when we were younger, my, you know, when you're younger and you're like a, a child um, and your parent has to take you to the bathroom, mm-hmm. into the bathroom, no matter what gender that child is, you're going to take that your kid into the bathroom because you're a kid. Yeah. Um, and... My dad would have to make sure that he does not look suspicious, even though he's clearly not suspicious. Because he's your child. Yeah, it's his child, and he knows that it that he knows that this is my child. I should not be like feeling like I have to make it seem like that this emphasize that this is my child Mm -hmm. because a a white guy taking two brown children to the bathroom, I guess, is a little sus. Mm. Um, and especially still now, mixed race and biracial, it wasn't even legal to marry until 1970 something. And my parents were literally born in the 1970s. Mm. Like, it's just, it's so weird that like, it's been barely 40 years that they were even able to marry and have kids, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was illegal back then. Like, it was just like... It's, like, insane that people, so still people nowadays that still think that, you know, mixed race people should not either exist or mm-hmm. should not marry. You should not enter or whatever. Oh, it's just annoying me. Yeah. Um, and the last thing is, like, ignoring me in a place, like, people just completely overlooking you um, or being the only person minority in an area. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, and, like, the eugenics or whatever mm. that correlates with the thing where people are like, oh, no, black people have, you know, so many bad qualities. You can't mate with a, yeah. a white person. 
Yeah. They would... Okay. That's like really... Ew, mate. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said mate. Like, we're like... Animals. Like animals. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like... Um, that, that reminds me of back in the day when they would try to create... They would try to find scientific evidence of why minorities were different from white people. This was their way of being racist and creating creating race because race is a social construct. Mm -hmm. Um, um, And um, basically, like, putting it in this, like, thing of, like, this is why um, black people are better at sports than other minorities, and they would claim to say that they have, like, extra bones and extra muscles. What the heck? And, like, they would, like, claim that they have extra, um, things on their face to make them, why they look a certain way, and, like, things like that. Like, like an extra layer of skin. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it was ridiculous, and, um, they would just make it a point of, like, for every race, especially black people, to be, like, this is why they're different. They are different from us. And it's just ridiculous that, like, yeah, I, it's just terrible. Obviously, they did not find any evidence saying that black people or any other race are different from white people because we're all people. We're all human beings. And the unfortunate thing is that because a lot of people take pride in their ethnicity and their race and um, their identity, it is their identity, mm-hmm. um, people will always try to be pitted against each other because of that but i think that um you know we all we're all human we're all people and just because we look different and maybe act different because of our culture is different doesn't mean that we're we're supposed to be treated any differently than another person we should be able to be able to walk into a place and not feel uncomfortable because of the fact that other people are uncomfortable by, by us. Mm-hmm. That you're making me feel like I don't belong because of what I look like. But because of you, you brought like you brought people over that didn't want to be here. And you're treating them like crap. Yeah. That, that does not make any sense to me that historically you brought o- over people, not just black people, but all kinds of people for slavery or whatever reason that you're claiming to have. And you're treating them differently, even though you you brought them here against their will. So now we're stuck here sitting in a society where people hate us and we hate ourselves because of that implied self, that hatred. And it's just like, it just needs to change. And I think our generation, Gen, Gen Z and, and future, mm-hmm. um, that we're making it a point to educate ourselves and to make sure that... Um, you know, everybody is equal to an extent and things like that. And, um, you know, we just have to change, keep changing things because it is, it's getting better, but it's still so divided because of the fact that people that are making the decisions and, you know, the government and things like that are stuck in their ways. They're old, old values that don't need to be a thing and they're ruining people's chances of actually having change. And, it feels as though once we have change, it just goes back another 20 years. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Back to my psychology course. Um, there are people that were brought from, I forgot what Asian country it was. They were brought to America to, like, help build something or mm-hmm. something like that. Help with something. 
but then after they were sent back they they made like a like a a law stating that they can't immigrate to the u.s so i was like see it's just it's you're just using them yeah and then telling and then just like being mean like what i don't understand that's oh that's terrible yeah and i was like what <laughs> oh, i was so surprised yeah but yeah let me touch back on model minorities real mm-hmm. quick um yeah i hate that because it's i don't think it's something that the asian community made for themselves mm-hmm. definitely not we're me in specific mm-hmm. i'm i don't think i'm better than any of the other minority groups mm-hmm. honestly we're all the same all everyone is the same we're all equal <laughs> and like this goes back to like this can be positive stereotypes but it's not because this can be used against you because mm-hmm. you're put up with these expectations and if you don't meet those expectations, people are like, oh, you're not really an Asian. Like, right. what are you? Like, mm-hmm. or like, why aren't you smart? You're supposed to be smart. And then like, you know, bullying, discrimination, all that stuff. And it's really sad. It is really sad. <laughs> and I'm glad that it's getting better because the population in the U.S., minorities, is increasing. Like, um, I did a research paper on immigrants, and it stated the 2019 census, like, only 61% of the population was white, mm-hmm. like, just white, and you can tell that it's it's been growing. Mm-hmm. It's growing a lot, and I'm hoping that, you know, the U.S. will hopefully one day realize that we all are one like actually unify (laughs) we have different cultures different languages english isn't the main it is the main language but it isn't the national the language that everyone has to speak yeah yes everyone's different and culture is beautiful (laughs) and and also not everybody acts this way yes not everybody acts this way there's more good than bad in the world for sure which is why we're still here today. <laughs> Thankfully. Are you going to give a speech no. at like the UN or something? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. Exactly. Like, I could have died. I could have been, I could have died because I was calling you out of all people for help. That's why, yeah. Why? I know. Why are we like this? I know. It got, it got caught. The thing is, what if that was your one last call? Right. What if I was in jail? Literally. So I'm like, hey, uh. You, you can't text what through a, a phone. Right. Like a landline. <laughs> the payphone. Yeah. I'm just like, help. This concludes this episode of 4 O'Clock. Thank you guys for listening to the end. We have a lot more fun episodes coming up, so stay tuned. Make sure to follow or subscribe to get notified of new episodes. Find us on Instagram at 4 o'clock podcast and support us on Anchor. See you guys next time and let us know what you would like us to talk about in future episodes. Bye! Bye.